back at it again. Another Saturday morning for the boys. Ten days gone, the show plans on the neck up and improvise from the waist end. So, Zay, you can call me BZ. Uh, I'm joining you from not my car for once. I'm actually in my apartment. Surprising. We got ourselves a special topic today. First, let me intro the same dudes who coaxed me into doing this podcast to begin with. Uh, we got our resident dog dad, Broderick. Hey there, bud. And from his recent snaps, or you could tell he really needs a haircut, it's Patrick. Yo. And probably talking to us while he's eating chicken nuggets, it's Preston. No nuggets today, but hey. Don't talk with your mouth full, Preston. <laughs> well, topic of discussion today is sports. Uh, so the question I posed to the man, I'll start with broad on God. Uh, what's your sports memory uh, or experience you are here to talk to us about today? That's, uh, that's quite the introduction. On God. <laughs> but I guess the first sports memory that I'd like to talk about is the first like professional NFL game I went to just because it was kind of like a random thing that happened. Um, what year was um, honestly, I can't really tell you. It was maybe had to be 2006, 2007, let's say. Okay. Um, I just remember being like fairly young, but not like too young. Um, but I just remember it was me, my dad, and my brother. And we went and saw, I think it was the. San Francisco 49ers against the Dolphins. And at that time, I think the 49ers were still actually playing in San Francisco. If I'm yep. not mistaken. Uh, and Catholic, probably. Yeah, it's it was at their original stadium. That's what I, as much as I know. And um, honestly, don't remember if my dad, like, had been just given the tickets or if he bought them super cheap because... Um, he was working for Save Mart at the time, and they, like, would do... You would get, like, employee discounts on, like, uh, professional, like, sports tickets and all that. Um, but I think he had just kind of bought tickets just to, like, take my brother and I to a football game just for the fun of it. And kind of, like, the ironic thing is he absolutely hated watching football games in person. <laughs> It was, that was literally the, like, worst sport for him to watch because, like, to him, like, actually being at a football game, he was like, no matter where you sit, you can't see anything. And he's like, everything's, like, moving too fast. It's like, a lot of the time you're just sitting there for, you know, a five-second thing to happen. And it's like, oh, what just happened? Like, it's only, like, the real big plays of, like, when you get excited and it's like, and if all you're going to do is get excited at the big place, why not just do that at home in, you know, a comfy chair? <laughs> and, but I think it was just one of those times where he kind of just wanted, like, a father-son's, like, bonding thing. And so it just took us to a game. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where, like, for a while, it was, like, just because, like, the teams were so random. Like, none of us are 49ers or Dolphins fans, like, not even remotely. Uh, like, my dad was a diehard Raider fan, and, um, like, my brother is a Raider fan because my dad really liked the Raiders, and I ended up being a Packer fan because my mom really liked the Packers, 
And so it was kind of like one of those things where like for a couple of years, like it was kind of like that really happened, right? Like that wasn't just like a random dream that I had for some reason. Um, but um, I think as I was probably like, I remember like a year or two ago, it was like just going through a bunch of old stuff. And I ended up finding the tickets. And so I was like, okay, yeah, no, that actually did happen. And honestly, I can't tell you anything about the game of what happened because I think we were in, like, not quite the nosebleeds, but a little, like, under that. And, um, like, I just remember, like, us taking, like, binoculars because I was, like, basically the only way we would actually see what's happening on the field. Um... Like kind of in like the pregame, you said like kind of like, or maybe an idea of like something that we'd like to recreate, and I guess that would be one of those times. Uh, just because honestly, it was probably like a nothing happened game, if I don't remember anything about it. But um, oh, just because kind of like my first memory of a professional game, and just something that I would like to have a better memory of. So I'm trying to research this real quick, and I really wish this game would happen in 2006, but I'm pretty sure it happened in 07. Um, but in 06, that was, I think, Nick Saban's year with Miami, where he did poorly enough and got fired, and he ended up going back to college football after that. <laughs> and then, like... and. Was his, it- Created the yeah. single greatest dynasty of uh, <laughs> Alabama, football. I think. Yeah. yeah. But all right, it was probably 2007 then. Um, that sounds about right, honestly. Because that was, be what, 14 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, you think probably. You would ever go to a game in Vegas to see the Raiders? Um, this is honestly, my invitation to t- to ask you if you want to just go to Vegas, just uh, completely outside of seeing the Raiders. But I kind of want to go to Vegas. To be honest, that'd probably be my only reason to go to Vegas <laughs> is just to go to a Raider game. <laughs> Other than that, I literally have no interest of being there at all. Anyway, bachelor party, uh, Vegas trip, uh, Vegas trip, twenty twenty five. Let's go. 2025. Oh, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not getting married. You're going to extend that I'm one, get, bud. I'm oh, getting married. It doesn't have to be a bachelor party. I'm just saying, you know. I know, but that kid will be old enough. He'll be in school. It won't matter. And <laughs> Scott will be all grown up. And, you know. Yeah, but I'm going to be getting married. I'm getting married next year. He has the bases covered, at least. You're getting married next year. You're going to be home. That's what you're going to be. <laughs> Psych. Alrighty. That's a good stuff there. Um, well, all right. Uh, next, we have someone who likes to go last. But today I said, fuck that. Uh, Preston, what is your story you're here to talk to us about? So... I'm going to go with a sport none of y'all were expecting. I'm going with hockey. Um, oh, no. <laughs> you said that, and I was like, uh, Dude. 
we were totally expecting NASCAR, so... Exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> Pulled the switch reel on you. Um, so... You'll see why I think this is funny. Go ahead. I, I don't know if you know the story, but sure. Um, <laughs> no, not... No, you'll see. Just go. Okay. So, where this story starts is I used to be in the FFA. And in the FFA... If you were a good little FFA-er, um, you got Preston, what's the FFA? FFA? Uh, Future Farmers of America. Oh, it's a free-for-all. And... How do you not know FFA? <laughs> what do you mean? That's, that, was like a, that was like a group. In, like, that was like one of the stereotypical groups in high school. It definitely was. But the only reason I was in it freshman year was due to the fact that um, I took ag bio because ag bio was 10 times easier than regular bio. See, that's uh, why I don't remember you freshman year. Because <laughs> I was just over with the Aggies. That is true. I was, I was big time Aggie. I was even Aggie of the month, actually. Um, yes, that's a thing. Um, of course you were. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. That's how I'm going to intro you next podcast. <laughs> Aggie of the year. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, oh, resident Aggie over here. So you got all these points of and everything. Year. Yeah. Or of the month. Yeah, of the month. And um, so you got all these points. And I did this special competition that only four um, Aggies were chosen to do. And because of that, they gave me a butt ton of points. And it got me free hockey tickets with the FFA. So fast forward a month or two, I totally forgot about this. Don't even think I signed like a parent waiver or nothing. Um, and I was like driving, happened to be driving past Merced High School right at this point and get a phone call. And it's like, hey, where are you? I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, today's the hockey thing we're going to. And like I said, I don't even think we filled out like a permission slip or anything. So I'm like, oh, I didn't even know about this. And they're like, yeah, you got enough points. Are you coming? And I'm like, uh, when, do, when is it? And they're like, the bus is leaving right now. And I'm like, oh. And so literally because I was right there, I was able to hop on the bus as it was exiting Merced High School. So it already was like touching the road and everything. And I ran around the corner. I hopped in. I'm in like short sandals and a t-shirt going to an ice rink. So yeah, smart stuff. So uh, we drive out there and totally abandoned my uh, plans of going to the grocery store at that point, which was totally fine because hockey game so much cooler. Uh, I never watched hockey up to this point, never um, really even thought of hockey. And all of a sudden I'm going, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, Wait, did your parents know you were going at this point? Oh, my mom's the one that swung us around. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they found out <laughs> the same moment I did. I, I mean, points to my mom for being so cool. Like, oh, okay, yeah, go go get on the yeah, bus. Yeah, you're just surprised. Like, oh, hey, by the way, I was supposed to go to a hockey game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much is what happened. Um, so get Kicks on the bus the and everything. And um, we get there. And I mean, dude, I was freezing the entire time because, like I said, Everybody else is in, like, jackets and pants for the rink, and I'm in shorts and sandals, and I'm just shivering the whole time. Um, and while we're there, they all they give us all these hats um, because I guess we were got there early enough and got the perk, you know, how they have perks for sports. The giveaways. Yeah, the giveaways. And so we got these hats, 
but we were late enough to where all the good hats were taken. So it's just this <laughs> bright yellow neon hat. It is so ugly. Like I rare, I still have it, but I rarely wear this thing because it just doesn't match with anything. <laughs> I mean, you put it on, you might as well just be riding your bike out at night and use it as a neon reflector. I mean, it's just that bright. Um, but we get there, and the one good thing I found out about that night is hockey is incredible to watch in person. Like I can't watch it on TV; it bores me. But in person, it is just so exhilarating. Like, you just get super into it. And, I mean, it's just pretty much going to a free fight because they just kept fighting <laughs> over and over. And, I mean, like, one point, there's just, like, you could see the blood on ice. And you're just like, whoa! And for a dude that had no idea what hockey was about, I mean, that was just a great intro. And it was a fun time in general. Like, I mean... Wasn't expecting it. I um, just kind of went along for the ride, and I still remember it to this day. And just because it was just so spontaneous and fun, like, and I think uh, the team I saw won and everything. So you know, cool stuff. Um, but for me, that's that's my hockey story. And now I'm curious why Patrick thought this was so funny. Because I was can there... almost guarantee you he has a hockey story now. Was there a number sixty nine fighting? Excuse me. Broad, what, what was that, Broad? Yeah, I, I need. Broad's was... trying to be. Broad's trying to be funny because the movie Goon. Hey, hey no. <laughs> the movie Goon. <laughs> Pig number sixty nine. Why? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> Goon. <laughs> it's a it's a comedy hockey movie that Broderick really likes. Wait. Okay. So. Taking it back here a step. Yeah. Why did Pat think Preston's story was going to be funny? No, I don't know this. You'll see why. You already said it, so. Oh, okay. Because I did already say it. So for the listeners at home, I'm assuming Pat's going to talk about a hockey story. <laughs> uh, going back to Preston don't now. Don't spoil it. I don't give a fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I should I, change it I now. I think President said, uh, said something that I I want to uh, bring up again is like the this uh, how spontaneous that trip was, and I could almost guarantee you, Preston, if we had gotten to folks, my <laughs> uh, childhood dream of seeing our my, our new favorite basketball team <laughs> play, it was such a spontaneous moment because. Up until the very end, we had the four of us had no idea who was going to be able to go, and so nope. being me and Preston driving out to Sacramento, the three-hour drive, and we took two stops. One of them was at I think a Taco Bell. And I want to say it was no, no. Wendy's? I want to Wendy's, yeah. In this particular Wendy's, they had TVs with CNN or uh, NBC News on, and they're talking about you know, all the expected um, closings. And, and we were just like, hey, we'll be fine. Is is the government. How is it, how are they going to respond so rapidly to this? And lo and behold, an hour and a half later, we're just turning back around to Sacramento because they were just like, hey, Surprise. y'all are going to be a game. But um, there's this thing called COVID. Guess who's being played today? <laughs> 
Yeah, I definitely want to, like, go a little more on that story, actually, because, like... I thought that would have been the story, because that was funny. I remember how pissed you guys were. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Jose was not happy, but yeah. I I bought a jersey at I know! That's why... Yeah, he did. I was expecting that story, because that's a really... That's a fun story. I mean, yeah, at at least you have, like, a unique story behind that jersey. Yeah. That's what I've told Jose, is I actually kind of like that that happened rather than seeing the game. You literally drove all the way to whatever that stadium is called. Literally bought something, and five minutes later, they, like, basically said, oh, hey, thanks for your money, but get out. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Like, imagine... (laughs) Just imagine driving out there. And then going to the stadium and be like, no, I'm just here for a jersey. I'm not here. There's a game? Oh, well. I think I have actual PTSD from how pissed off I was. Yeah. <laughs> you saying no, I remember. I was like, I can't imagine. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. It's really sad. Like, I feel bad. But it's just, it's just funny. Like, <laughs> you know, and you know what the worst part is? Now my first NBA game is going to be in freaking Ohio. It is. <laughs> we bought our tickets. For what, what game? We're going to go see uh, Sacramento Kings finally. It, I literally checked it out. It's okay. going to be 19 say, yeah. months later than the first time that we tried to start the game. So That's funny. That's, That's kind of cool. petty that you, would, that you would do the math on that one. I'm not going <laughs> to Well, I, thought the I, same thing. I was like, why would you know that? Like, why would you, why would you bring that up, Rose? <laughs> yeah. I knew we were doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you, fans. That's the Preston fact check of the day. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but yeah, like that, that was just so much fun, honestly. Like, yeah, in the moment it was like, oh, but like looking back, it was a, just a, such a wild day from start to finish. Like Jose literally just started off like randomly like, hey, do you guys want to go see this game? And I was like right before he's going to get deployed. So it's like, yeah, I'm not really into basketball, but sure. And um that's because nope. none of you guys wanted to do anything while I was home, freaking assholes. I was, uh, but, but hey, <laughs> so what happened was, like, we, we didn't know who was going, and we kept trying to wait for Pat, like, at the time he was working at Togo's, and finally Pat was like, okay, you guys got to go without me, and we're like, okay, sure. Yeah, just, yeah, I, yeah that was, Togo's a dark time for me, man. We just really didn't know what was going on, and like Jose said, I mean, we got into the Wendy's and we're just watching the TV go. And it's like, well, Preston's oh, eating chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we were just watching the TV and Trump's on it. We're like, OK, don't say anything about COVID. And they're like, we're all good. I mean, we got in there. We go to the shop and Jose even buys me a shirt and everything. He's like, the Kings are your team now. This is for you. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. So then we like walk into the bathroom, change into our shirts, walk up, get in our seats. I mean, we just sit down. The game is about to start. And like, just like, I think it was like five minutes. And we're like, okay, cool. They're already on the court. They're practicing. We're good to go. And then they are like, leagues canceled. Everybody get out. And like evacuations, we found out they're normally work out where the first floor evacuates, then the second evacuates, and the third evacuates. Well, this was a special class evacuation where they made everybody get up at once and leave. So you can imagine the chaos happening around us of everybody at once getting up. And the funny thing, though, too, is everybody had just bought their beers, and you can't take those outside. 
So watching a bunch of angry people pour their beers out right before the door. Oh man. It was it was ridiculous. And I, mean, I chugged mine. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, why didn't those people chug those? Those are like fifteen dollar beers. <laughs> I know. Um but and that's why they were mad. Um and the funny thing though too, Jose, do you remember what they were chanting? No. What? F this, F this. Just over and over and over. Just like a group of like probably ten dudes walking down the hallway and it's like, all right, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the whole experience is just surreal. Like I remember me and Jose going back and sitting in the car for a minute because all the cars were leaving at once. We're like, we'll just wait. And we just kinda just didn't even speak for a little bit. We just sat there in silence, like just like what just happened? I remember looking at my phone for a few seconds in the silence, and then after a while, I was just like, ah! Yep. But then I had a Dr. Pepper, and I, got, I felt better. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we had emergency Dr. Peppers. We were, we were good. It's the cure for everything. Prepare for the worst. Yep, that, that was our medicine in the car. <laughs> you know what that saying goes, more Dr. Peppy, less depressy. Yep. yep exactly. So, stuff all right Preston so we got our game in Cleveland coming up have you and I know you've been to a NASCAR event what other sporting event would would you like dream of going to uh I'm assuming you the answer to my previous question would be you would wish we could re-experience Sacramento but, I mean we are gonna re-experience Sacramento just in Ohio <laughs> ew Oh God! Um, but let's talk about like what your dream sporting event. So I know um, for the group, I think uh, we talked about uh, the Olympics before. What uh, you know, kind of dream sporting event would you want to go to? Uh, I was going to say the Olympics because that will be coming to the United States in a few years. Um, so that so definitely... you really meant is the Nathan's Hot Dog World Championship. <laughs> I want to see everything. Like literally, I will go to any uh, sports competition one time, um, just to like experience it and see it. Um, I mean, it's why I was so ready to just go see a basketball game. It's why I just hop on a bus and went to see hockey. Like I just want to experience everything once um, in the stadium or wherever it's at, and just see how it's ran. I think all sports are awesome um, and just kind of go and experience it once and feel the energy of the crowd and everything going on, you know? Yeah. I remember um, because I got out this year and the Olympics were getting postponed this summer, it seemed like everything was going back to normal. And um, at the time the tickets were just coming back out for Tokyo. And I was talking to friends who had uh, really wanted to experience it. Um, and I was thinking like back in the end, I'm like, I, I don't know how much Olympic, uh, tickets cost, but damn, traveling to Tokyo just seems like such an ordeal. And then they looked up the prices and they were just like, ah, oh, we can't go. And I'm like, okay, but sweet. Less, less for me to worry about. So we'll see if, um, uh, where, where, where in the States is the next Olympics supposed to be? Cause I know they're supposed to be going to France for the next summer Olympics. Um, I want to say it's California, actually. No way. We have to go. 
is it when? Los Angeles, 2028. 2028. Yeah. So it is California. 2024 is in France. Yep. Which... I'd be down to go. I'm going to wait for the California one. <laughs> oh, my God. Just... Jose, I got you then. I, I want to go to France. Yeah, man. Who doesn't want a good baguette, you know? Ugh. I'd be down to Germany, see... but... I want to have some, some ratatouille. Yeah, of course man. you would. I'm... <laughs> What's up, <that> mate? <laughs> I think Patrick. the hair on top of your head says the same. It's not ratatouille. His name's Remy. I know, but I want to have the meal ratatouille. I'm just joking. I just saw the meme. I know, yeah, the meme <laughs> with like the the kid crawling on the ground. It's like for the last time, it's not Ratatouille, it's Remy. <laughs> oh, some good Pixar stuff on today's special edition of sports. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, Preston could talk about cars. That's on you know, NASCAR, isn't it? Oh yeah, Preston, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite sporting events is when I was a kid. I saw cars in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey man, it's an extreme sport. Cards do is pretty extreme. I'm not gonna lie. Extremely yeah, goofy movie is pretty extreme. All right, moving. Dude, on. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have the X Games in it. It's insane. It's so cool. That wanted me to skateboard so badly. The fact I'm so uncoordinated. The X Games into the I don't know where y'all y'all like, get these sports no stories that are extremely goofy movie. I'm talking about the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Ooh. No. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was one of those food, like movie foods that I just wanted to have right then and there. I'm like, no, dude, that dude looks so good. The pizza <laughs> from that movie had no right looking that good. <laughs> the pizza just, oh, oh, it's so cheesy. <sighs> yeah, it looks so good. That pizza, that pizza had no is right. the Phil Collins of movie food. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's so off the rails right now. <laughs> Good. It's what the people want. <laughs> Not wrong. All right, Pat. Let's give the people what they want here. All so, right. well, no, my story's not. I don't. Okay, well, well so no, here I no, haven't. I gotta re- give you the intro. Get, let me oh. give you an intro. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bang third today. Because I'm the only one to get him to shut up when he's talking too much. <laughs> it's Pat. thank you. So, thank Pat. You. <laughs> it is good true. It's a good yarn here, good buddy. All right, so um, so mine is also about hockey. Um, surprise, surprise. But um, so I don't know if I ever talked to really any of you guys about this, but um, so my dad is a very big San Jose Sharks fan, and that's that's mainly why I'm a San Jose Sharks fan. And we used to go to games. All the time. My dad was, is a, um, not was, but is a, um, he's the director of pharmacy at, at the hospital here in town. And so he, he had the luxury of going to a bunch of games and we went to a lot of games. I remember my first ever game going to the San Jose Shark Stadium in San Jose. And um, I had my Nintendo DS and I had my, um, I was playing the Mario Kart on the Nintendo DS and I brought that with me. He wanted to take me for like a little bonding thing, I guess. But I was not into sports at all. I could not. I could not care at that age. I was. It was. I don't remember, remember what really year. This was probably before middle school. I remember um, after the game, he bought me a hockey puck and a hockey stick. And then the big thing though was the watching being at the stadium. 
made me put my DS down. And as a you know, longtime avid gamer, that's very rare for me. And this game really <laughs> caught me. And I remember I got the chicken fingers and French fries. Like, I remember a lot of stuff from that day. I remember my dad got pissed because he was doing – this is like a time before, like, Siri was a thing, you know? And so he had print, and my dad's weird. He prints out the directions, um, like on, like from, like he'll Google it and then print it out and then he'll just go off of that. Um, and I think for the most part, he he still does that. It's, it's kind of weird now, but, and I remember he got upset because we got lost and it was just a fun night and it really made me like connect with him on a different level, you know, um, and that was really cool. But the story I want to go over with the San Jose Sharks is I'm 100% sure it was the 2010-2011 season. Like the maybe the 2000 or the season before that. It was like in middle school or right at the end of middle school, but right before high school. Um, we went to – so the Sharks have not won a Stanley Cup, unfortunately. They're not that great of a team. They always get to playoffs and then they, they lose at like the last moment. So um, when the Stanley Cup playoffs were happening, we we're in the Western Conference, which is like, you know, you win the conference and you go on like any other sport. But we won the first series against the LA Kings, which is a big deal. Like, cool. All right. We beat them. Then we get to the next series, which is against the Detroit Red Wings. And we won. You know, we did pretty good. We're in the third, the third series, which is kind of a, kind of like a big deal. Because that's like, after that, we're in the, we're in this, we won the conference. And then we get to be in like the, the stamp, the playing for the cup. We were going against the Vancouver Canucks. And they were, and this time they were ranked the number one team. This is kind of a big deal. And we went to the first game of that playoff. It was my first San Jose Sharks playoff game. And I've been to, I don't know, I've been to like maybe like, uh, I've been to, gosh, maybe like six or seven games. Like I've been to a lot. This is probably my favorite because of just the energy and the vibe of the entire stadium. So like, you know how like in football they have like the run out with the, uh, with like the smoke and sometimes, you know, like the fire or whatever. And like the music goes off and it's like, welcome in your whatever team, you know? Um, Yeah. Like the call, like the run out basically. So for the sharks, um, they have it every game. There's, there's one time where they didn't do it, but I think it was just kind of like mid season, like whatever, let's just play, you know? Um, But they have a giant like shark that they hang above and they drop it down right outside the, the, the locker room gate where they all come out mm-hmm. to scan the ice and the eyes light up red. Mm-hmm. It smokes. It is one of the coolest thing. They announce like each player's name and they all skate on the ice. Um, this is when um, this is also, I'm pr- I want to say it's the 2010 season. This is Logan Couture's first season um, with the, I want to say first season, either with the Sharks or overall. He was 21 at the time. But usually and NHL players start at like 18. Like, they start young, um, especially from Canada. Um, my favorite player, Patrick Marley, um, was the, a captain. 
and the star mm-hmm. player right next to Joe Thornton, mm-hmm. Joe Pavelski, Ryan Klo. My dad's favorite, I think my dad's favorite was Joe Pavelski. Um, we had a lot of just great players that were just insane. We had um, Antti Niemi, who was the goalie, and he was just a, an absolute, he was just an absolute beast as a goalie. He did amazing. Anyway, so when the shark head comes down, it's lined up, all the players. Before that happens, um, when you go into the stadium, they hand out towels. They handed out uh, these white towels that like had like San, San Francisco Western Conference um, playoff, you know. And um, I, I have it somewhere. I don't know where it's at. I still I kept it for all these years. And the, the first thing they do before they announce the players is the lights go out. And you know, everyone, I don't remember the chant exactly, but oh, well, no, the, there's a chant, but so the, the lights go out, it's completely dark. There's only, and everyone starts like whipping the white towels above their heads and it's across the entire stadium. And that's all you see. It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen at a sporting event. It was so just cool. I keep that locked in my memory forever because it meant so much to me that, you know, this is something my dad and I can bond with outside of. Um, like um, video games and um, like my dad was into my dad got me into all the nerdy shit that I'm into like Lord of the Rings and all that kind of stuff he could never get me into sports I he took me to um, a Final Fantasy or Final Fantasy Jesus a fan a, a football <laughs> fantasy a football fantasy um, draft and I remember um, I don't know what the hell was going on I don't know what they were doing but and then they took me to um, to watch the Super Bowl at the same friend's house, I, I sat in a different room with my GameCube playing Smash Brothers. Like, I didn't, I did not care about sports at all. It was not my thing. Shark, the San Jose Sharks was the first real thing to say, wow, this is cool. And like Preston said, I can't watch it on TV it, unless I was watching it with my dad because then he can, like, tell me what's going on. He can teach me the finer ropes of it. But watching it in person, it's just a vibe. It's so cool. So, the towels are whipping around. You just see all the towels whipping around. Then you hear the chant, let's go sharks. Let's go sharks. You know, and we're all clapping. And it's just, you know, and that's the thing, though, is we do that chant in every game. But just the fact that this was a conference, this was a conference where we were going up against a number one team and we're going on a win streak against the other teams. Like, these are like the LA Kings are a noble team. The Detroit Red Wings are a noble team. These are like all top 10 teams, you know. Um, the Canucks were Quincy. I don't know if they still are, but they were the number one this year. Um, we got, we, the thing too is we won that game. The game I went to, we won. And it was like, yes, proceeded to win, the, proceeded to lose the next four games. So. <laughs> Go figure. It was like best of seven, so whoever got to four wins won the series. And we lost every other game, and we were so devastated. But I was happy that we went to the one that we won. It's just a different vibe. It's so cool. It's just amazing. I I had um, – I just had such a fun time with this, you know. And I miss going. I haven't gone in a while. I went – the last time I went was with my step-siblings and my dad – and I believe I want to say um, my stepmom went too, and maybe my sister. I know it was for sure my dad and my stepsiblings because I have a picture of it. But 
I think that was the last time I went. I really want to go again. I've mentioned to my dad, hey, we should go to a game whenever we can. But um, I was going to school. I was busy um, with work and stuff. Like I said, with Togo's, I, I could not afford to take a day off. I had to pay for my own. I had to pay for books, parking. I was commuting. I, I had to save every penny I could for the most part and budget everything. But now it's it seems uh, and then COVID happened, so now it's not really a possibility. Um, because w- when COVID before COVID happened, I was going to go to a pay- I planned to go to a fly out to go watch a Patriots game um, for football at the state at the stadium at Foxborough, but um, or it's Foxborough Gillette Stadium. But um, um, COVID happened, so I couldn't go. So that's and that was the. Brady's last season too so that would have been perfect but go figure so I still want to go I still plan on going one day um but I really miss going to the Sharks games it's just a vibe it's so cool you know I mean outside the fights and stuff the game is just so engaging I love watching it and it's just one of my favorite memories like I said I had a couple memories I could have talked about like but regarding with track and whatnot but this one just means so much to me because this is the San Jose Sharks is really my gateway into like pro sports for sure. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely relate that, um, especially that playoff atmosphere that you were describing. It's just, uh, yeah, that's definitely one experience that I have yet to see in person. And that's probably one of my um, biggest wants as a, sports fan um obviously i don't want that for my bank account um but like the idea that uh i know this year because the giants are doing really well in their playoff bound there's a couple of good teams on the east coast that they might see in the playoffs i feel like i might uh end up trying something like that and i and it's funny because they already released the schedule for when they would anticipate playing these games and um as broad probably knows the uh home field advantage would probably go to san francisco uh for the better part if they're able to continue winning and so there are literally dates in mind for when you could see a world series game in san francisco and dude if, if you want i'll help i'll help get you tickets Dude, for friends miss, friends miss. Yeah, I'll, I'll friends, do friends, that. Friends miss in November. That that would be leagues better than what I already plan on getting you. So good thing I didn't buy it yet. <laughs> um, I already started. So with the friends miss shopping, um, oh and I shared one with Preston, and yeah, I'm it's legit. I'm so excited. You have no idea. I'm not saying who it's for, but um. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that, like, one thing is, you know, seeing a regular game live, it's cool, but a playoff setting is so, so, just so much grandier. I remember, um, so, um, I went to Fresno State, we all know this, but um, for the audience, I went to Fresno State, and my first, my, my freshman year, the basketball team, um, won the conference championships and I was there for the game. They won the conference championships. And I, because I was a student and we got, 
you know, special privileges. I was, I was courtside for it. Um, like the students had their own section and I was, I think there was like maybe two rows of seats, maybe one row of seat in front of me. So I got to see pretty much the entire thing. It was one of the coolest things. And I've never really been to a basketball game. I think that was my first, like, I guess, basketball game that I've been to. And obviously we're students. We're getting hyped. We're screaming. We're chanting. We're, we're getting into it. You know, I'm making, like, friends. I'm, I, like, I had my group of friends, and we all went together. Also, the tickets were free <laughs> for students. And it was a it was a conference champ. It was like the final one for the conference championship at at home at the Samar Center. It was so cool. It was wild. It was a fun time. We all decked down our Fresno State gear. I'm pretty sure I had like a headband on from Fresno State. Um, and it was just so much fun. It was a blast. I'm pretty sure we pre-gamed before that too. Um, and it was it was just a fun time. Like playoff games are just something completely different. You know, they are. 100%. So if you legitimately want to go, then I'll help you cover the ticket because I think that would be a really cool thing. If I'm surprised you haven't experienced it yet because it is it is very different. I've been to a lot of sporting events, but the playoff ones always stand out to me. So that that Fresno State one and then the um the um the San Jose Sharks playoff game that we went to. That was a big deal for my dad. Again, the Sharks aren't really that good. We'll, no. make pl- we'll, we'll make playoffs and we'll lose like the first round, you know, for Western. Recently, uh, like oh, a couple sounds of, like the Packers. A couple years ago, um, a couple years ago, they they actually won the Western Conference. Yeah, they and we're like, ho- we're like, holy shit, the Sharks! I said this has to be the year. This is like the Cubs. It has to be the year we win. And no, we blew it right away. No, but I'm saying like, you know, the dry spell and not yeah. ever winning and, I mean, you know, and it was like a, you know, it was just like a thing where like, they have to win this time. It has to be the time they win. It was such a big deal. I remember me and my dad were talking about it. My sister is a big Sharks fan too. We talked about it and we were watching the games too. And I don't watch on TV, but this is such a big thing. They blew it. Unfortunately, but I was still very proud that well, at least they got the the Western. At least they had that under their belt finally, because um, they they didn't even win that yet. That was the first time they ever won a championship, conference wise too. It was a big deal. Um, but yeah, man, those playoff games are just something else. They are so much fun. The only other story I would have was be another Fresno State one where um, it was a foot. It was my first football game, and um, we. Had we pregame before, of course, because we're college students, like whatever. Um, so I'll, it was pretty lit that day. We, if I may interrupt for one second, uh, just yes, proud. Um, pregaming me and do you drink alcohol beforehand? Yeah, for the Prestons of the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true though. Fill that one out there <laughs> and also make fun of Prestons, yeah. So yeah, we had we we all took shots and we all had drinks, you know, and you know it's college, whatever. But it was my first uh, Fresno State football game, and the tickets were like ten dollars for students. It was nothing. Now they're expensive. Well, not really expensive. They're not expensive, expensive, but like in comparison, they're, they're there's a big difference now. But um, we again, the students had their own section, and we're you know how uh, 
when we went to the Packers Niners game, that's that was my section for that too. We were like right down by the end zone, and we got to I got to see pretty much everything. We won that game too. We balled out. Um, I remember, but so there's the big jumbo screen, right? Um, and you know how they do like the dancing stuff. So I was, like I said, we pregame. I was then we're. I had a couple. I had a couple shots, and I had one drink of like jungle juice, and I was feeling it. We walked to the stadium. It was sweet. We got in, you know, um, yeah, like the snacks. I got like a souvenir um, cup that had Derek Carr and David Carr on the cup, and um, um, the so yeah, the mega. You know, like they do like the dance thing. Yeah, you can. So I I did a dance. Um, you got a dance. I, yeah, no, I told everyone to back up, and I I forgot what the dance was. It was probably the stanky leg because I was I remember doing the stanky leg dance, dude. I was feeling it. I didn't care. I got on the the I got on the jumbotron, dude. I saw it. I was like, oh, oh shit! I just kept going. I just kept going. But then I won. They called it uh like fan of the game or something, um, and I won a fifty dollar gift card. Oh, that's what's up. For doing that. And I was like, what the shit? This is awesome. <laughs> I don't think if I was, if I didn't pregame, I don't think I would have done that. But I don't remember what the songs were. But yeah, I was doing like the same. Everyone's like, don't fall. I'm like, because the bleachers had like the, it was like the metal bleachers. Yeah. Like at the San Francisco game, actually, the San Francisco seats that we sit in. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think I, oh, I probably almost fell, but people were like watching me and telling me and, um, yeah, we all had like a group of like twenty plus people together going. It was such a fun time, man. I I miss it. Um, then we went to the next game and they got slaughtered. <laughs> it was not cool. So we've reached kind of the final stages of this year podcast, and uh, we'll call it fourth down here, fourth and short. Um, gotta go ahead and bring in our go-to guy and. Um, when you ask the boys at 10 days gone to get you one or two yards, you know, you bring the big, big man on campus in. And uh, even though I live off campus currently, um, that would be me. My backup backup. Hold on, what? <laughs> remember sophomore year, you were my backup backup tight end? Um, remember 2021 where I outweighed you by 30 pounds? That is true. <laughs> that is true. Rude ass. I don't even remember how, how how much do you weigh? Two twenty. Two twenty. Because I weigh like two oh two oh two. I'm not saying my weight on this one, <laughs> but that's like fat. That's not. <laughs> that's not like anything. That's not a good two oh two. But yeah, you still weigh more than me significantly. That's what I thought. So as a man <laughs> on campus. I.e. equaling the total weight combined of Preston and Patrick. Huh? You, you uh, can imagine I have the most experience with sports and sports entertainment of the group. Absolutely. And I'm going to carry this home. I'm going to take this home for you guys. Uh, as you guys can imagine, there's a lot on my sports bucket list to see. And um, the one thing I do want to hang my cap on is being able to watch Barry Bonds hit a home run live in person. So my first ever professional 
uh, sports experience in person. 2007, mm-hmm. in August, the Giants were playing the Brewers, and I had zero idea of what was going on. It was dark, uh, crowded, uh, it was kind of cold, and up to this point, all I had ever done with sports was watch a, a game whenever I was visiting relatives and all the guys of the family would just sit in the living room with our little plates of food and watch uh, either football or baseball. So finally, they asked uh, me and my brother, my cousins asked me and my brother if we would go with them to a game. And uh, a lot of lot of begging from our from mom to get us, let us to go. And uh, so we're there. And like I said, I'm cold. I'm looking for the hot chocolate guy to come back through so I can get hot chocolate. And out of nowhere, you just hear this loud clack. And everyone stood up. And I'm just like, oh, is the hot chocolate guy here? <laughs> Everyone's yelling, screaming. There's a foghorn going off. Um, <laughs> and there are, there's like glimmers of light through the crowd that I'm just trying to make out. And finally, everyone's going from clapping to settling back in their seats. And I'm like, did, did the hot chocolate guy leave? Is that it? Oh, okay. Not even 10 minutes go by and they're doing it again. And it was, I, I've, after, since then I've looked up the stats and it was so um, hilarious in hindsight because it was the pitcher who hit a home run following Barry Bonds. Uh, Barry Bonds obviously at this point didn't uh, break or uh, hit his last home run. That wasn't his final home run or his record-breaking home run, but it was one of those um, you pay to see Barry Bonds hit home runs. It was just such an attraction that filled seats no matter how well the team was doing. They were not doing very well that year. Uh, they still won, and that was sort of the attraction and admiration that was that was filling the crowd and my family who was there um and so i obviously was up bothering the crap out of my cousin driving on the way back from san francisco to planada like hey so what happened when all of you guys sit up what happened here why did no one ever give me hot chocolate um that was uh, that so my quote unquote initiation to sports fandom, and since then I've probably been fortunate enough to go to a baseball game, a Giants game, on average once a year. Sometimes it's a couple games, and sometimes it's none. But that was probably the most. Uh, influential game on my sort of viewership. You know, you talk about what the most important day of your life is the day you're born. That was sort of the day that I was born into not just baseball, not just Bay Area sports, but sports in general. So big day for me. And today, if I had to like think about what kind of, you know, things I want to check off my bucket list, first NBA game, First playoff game, first Olympics, uh, first World Cup, 
first soccer game, uh, professional soccer league game. I guess we could chalk up uh, hockey. I, it's funny with hockey. Uh, you would, I would see an occasional highlight on ESPN. And I would see an occasional Sharks highlight on uh, after a Giants game. But you, once I moved here, the amount of hockey fandom, I guess, spiked. Because no one from our hometown would give a single flying fuck about hockey. And here, maybe yeah. like 10% of people uh, know hockey. But those 10% are like the uh, most devout sort of Boston Bruin fan level of excitement about hockey. Yeah. Like someone throws out a Sabres <clears throat> reference. I have no idea where the Sabres are even from. But I'm like, I like just as a generic sports fan. I'm like, man, whoever's a Sabres fan in here must feel really shitty. Yep. And so, I guess uh, based off today, I definitely would throw hockey on that list. That's definitely uh, a love of method of madness that uh, I think everyone uh, can appreciate. Um, you can do it. Yeah, I will say. The one sport competition or event that I want to attend would have to be WrestleMania. And that was... And Sorry. That, hey, you better stop laughing. You no, I, I laugh because I have been to one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Probably at the Staples Center. No, it was the same Center. Either. Save Mars. It's the same thing. Yeah, pretty well, actually, much the same thing. It's actually a thousand times worse because it smells like cows. It really does. Anyway. It was, was funny. telling us when... you should have done midget wrestling when, when we had the opportunity. We could have had your wrestling match. Uh, I'm gonna need That's not the stop. same thing. Relax. Calm down. Okay? <laughs> Hold on. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Re- Pre- what Preston, the hell? You know what you're doing right now? You're really belittling that's, my fandom. That's more of an uh... insult than what I was saying. Let's be real. Because I got to see, uh, like, it was a match between John Cena and um, the other the other bald dude, whatever his name is. What's his name? Ortiz. Batista? The... No, not oh, no. Batista. What the hell? He said bald dude. That's old. <laughs> He's not. He definitely wasn't it, around then. Is it Kane? No. Um, the guy that you know, the, the, the you know, he does the watch out, watch out, watch out. He does that like Randy Orton. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was... I don't know anything about Tokyo. I went for my stepbrothers, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was just, it was like a match. I think my favorite thing from that was the speech John Cena gave at the end. <laughs> like, because he lost, he was like, don't worry, fans. It's okay. This is a building stage for me. We learn. And... <laughs> Randy, like, Randy Orton's just, like, chilling on the side, like, out of breath, like, doing all these insane moves. It was just funny. Um, it's entertaining in person. The goat of um, promos and just generic mic, mic speak. Yeah. It felt like, <laughs> unironically, it felt like I was watching, like, a Transformers movie because at the end, <laughs> Optimus Prime does a freaking <laughs> monologue every time. And it irritates the shit out of me. 
we may have we, Optimus Prime on Earth. We may have lost today, but the human race survives. We will return to defeat the Decepticons. You know, it's just it's insane. I don't. This no, I'm not like comparing them because the thing is, done so far, guys. Because, because the thing is, like, it's charming when John Cena does it. When Optimus Prime does it, especially after every goddamn movie there's been, <laughs> it's annoying and I'm over it. But listening to John Cena do it, it was cool. It was fun to see in person. I'll never be like into it. I'll never be a fan of it. But it was still like a fun thing. That's something I've said. Hey, I'll do that for you too. I'll I'd, I'd be down to go to it again. Um, I don't remember who else was there. I think uh, Ray Mysterio was there, maybe. And I remember growing up, like my friends across the street, my mom friends, they were big into it. And I remember I saw um, Ray Mysterio's like signature move. What is it? One six nine or something? Six one nine. Six one nine. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, you're good. And he does that move. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, that was sick. <laughs> I was like, that was sick, man. I was like, that was kind of cool. <laughs> But that it was, was like it. coming out of Karate Kid. Literally, yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> literally like because I love watching like those old Chinese, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, um, and Sword of Destiny, and those type of movies. And that just like just looked like something straight out of it. It just was sick. And um, I don't know if have you ever seen the clip of the guy? He, the it's like an Asian guy and a white dude. The Asian guy gets gets the white guy on the ropes, he puts his legs on his neck and flips him. But the white guy lands on his feet and he just like goes and looks back and the Asian guy, the camera pans on the Asian guy, he just looks terrified because he landed that (laughs) when he shouldn't have. It's so funny. It's just so gimmicky. I love those the one where I'm pretty sure it was um, Cold uh, Stone Cold. I almost said Cold Stone. (laughs) Stone. Cold Stone Austin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stone Cold, um, he like he makes he kisses and makes out with this girl like in the middle of the mat. It's freaking Dexter afterwards. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like, he didn't give him his ice cream. That's what happened. It's just it's just like bizarre. <laughs> it's just out there. I love when um there's another like I've seen clips. I love the clip. It's just a meme, honestly. It's just fun entertainment. Like it's whatever. But there's also the Undertaker. This dude takes off a mask. Of like you know yeah you know the everyone knows the Undertaker's face paints all white and it's got like the black lines and stuff. He has a mask on. He takes a mask off and it's just him with the same paint. But you the mean, mask the mask was the paint as well. Like it was like the way he looked. So when they, he took off the thing, maybe I don't know. I thought it was the Undertaker. I'm not see that's what I mean. No, I the Undertaker anything. has a big hat and long hair. Oh yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, never mind. That's right. How do I know that of all people? <laughs> yeah. I always thought uh, Undertaker looked like like uh, just a buff ass like Van Helsing, you know. But yeah, it's 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 just not for me. But I can't really make fun of it because it really is just entertaining. I just won't participate. Like I won't really like, actively go out of my way to watch it, you know. Um, but I mean, yeah, if you wanted to go, you always have. I mean, you have me. You have everyone here to go to do this stuff. I 100% um, would take you to, like, playoff games and all this stuff. Because I've been to um, – I've been to a soccer match, actually. Um, and that was a lot of fun, surprisingly, because I'm not a huge soccer fan. But 
um, is because I was doing a class and um, it was basically about um, the it was a history class class, but it was more so about a study. So we didn't like the the cool thing about the class was we didn't just like sit down and read books. You know, we didn't sit down and just like do essays. We actually did a research project and it was about the history of soccer in the San Joaquin Valley. And I got to do interviews. I got to do a presentation in front of like 40 plus people. And it was kind of a big deal. Um, and my teacher plays soccer. He was one of my favorite teachers. He was just so real about everything. Um, he didn't like hide anything. And I got to go see a soccer game. And it was, um, oh, I don't remember what the team was. Um, Probably yeah. Galaxy. I, uh, I, maybe. Maybe, ga- maybe LA Galaxy. It was in Fresno, though, so I don't know. Oh, I think it was actually probably, no. You know what? No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't like a major league soccer thing. It was um, <laughs> it was like kind of like minor league. Um, no, it was a new team that just started. Actually, that's what we were doing our our study on. Um, I did my interviewee was uh, Milton Blanco. Never heard of him. He's he's minor league. You know, he's you know you he's not that big, but he's like more of like a he's like. So people in the San Joaquin, they're into soccer. They'll know who that is. I didn't know who it was. I was like, I guess I'll do it. I guess I'll do this. He was like, and he was, I remember we were talking on Instagram and he was like, oh, we'll meet up for lunch. We could talk. We can, you know, give you like a a, a signed jersey. I'll give you free stuff. I was like, what? What the hell? I mean, we didn't end up doing that because I was a college student. I was commuting. That just wasn't an option. That kind of stuff wasn't an option for me, but I met him before. He's a cool dude. Um, and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a part of that project still, but I still pay attention to it and I keep up with it. And that was, that was a fun time too. I, I forgot what the team is called, which shame on me for not remembering, but yeah, it's a, it was a, it was a brand new team. Like that had just, I like, was like, maybe they were in for like a year when we started the research project. All I'm on saying it. is the Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, made it to the Stanley Cup and uh, their first year, you know, like, I don't know why this team, I can't, you can't even remember their name, so. Fresno uh-huh. FC. Let me see here. I Google it. <laughs> Fresno what? Yes. FC. Um, Preston with a double fact check. Of yes, day. that's it. It's Fresno. Yeah, the FC. Fresno FC. You hit it with Olympics. I think that's, you know, that's the one I would really want to go to. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to ask you all one last question here. And it's a little off topic. My throw up story? Uh, disgusting. No. Good. People uh, want to hear this. Uh, this person does not. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, Go ahead. one big thing within sports entertainment that gets talked about uh, are, you know, what your favorite sports movies are. And one that always Ooh. manages to come up, no matter who's talking about this, uh, and then it gets debated on as to whether or not you would consider it. Uh, sports movie or not and then you get into the discussion about what is a sports movie and what's not but that's not what we're going to get into here today i just want to ask you guys plainly i mentioned it before is karate kid a sports movie Project yes Cup. Project Cup. i don't see why it isn't i mean it involves something that like requires intense like physical activity and I'm not mistaken. That's more or less what a sport movie is, or what a sport is. So, 
This has to be the first time that I've ever seen uh, more than two people agree on. Pat, what do you say? All right. So, as far as we're talking about the Karate Kid, are we saying? Are you asking? Is the Karate Kid movie a sports movie? Yes. So I wouldn't. I would not say it's a sports movie. But, wow. but the the concept of the karate tournament that is a sport, and that's a big thing. But the karate story, sport, yes, yeah. But the the main plot is a revolves around the character, um, you know, Danielson. Like it revolves around him, and because soccer's in it too. I wouldn't really say it's a. I wouldn't really say it's a sports movie. Um, I mean, it has a sport in it, but I look at that as more like a character journey from you know learning how to be disciplined, learning how to listen, learning how to. Um, defend his problems rather than just like attacking his problems and learning how to take a, a firm stance in what you believe in. Like he goes through a different journey. You know, they could have used anything besides karate. Karate was just like karate's very disciplined. You know, it's defense. The best defense is or the best offense is a good defense, right? That type of thing. So when you go through the story, most of it's not really even about the sport. It's about him dealing with his problem of moving away from uh, New Jersey to come to LA to live a new life where he knows no one and he's an outcast pretty much. And he gets picked on and bullied for literally no reason, you know? Um, so I wouldn't really say that, you know, it's not really a sport thing until like the last third, you know, where it's like the actual competition and you get to see the sport happen. You know, because originally it's just like this Asian dude teaching him, you know, paint the fence and it's teaching him how to be patient with learning this stuff. It's teaching him how to be more, you know, humble. And it's a character journey that you go through. Karate is the sport, but it could have been anything, you know, him, even him like doing the bonsai tree, you know, when he clips a bonsai tree, that could have been the main thing, you know, uh, it could have been anything. I mean, you know. I don't know if I would say it is, but I could, I could, I wouldn't argue against people saying it is, but I think that you know, the overall story isn't about, you know, the sport itself. It's more about like what the character goes through, you know, and he has like the iconic, like, you know, like, I don't want it. I don't want it stop. If I don't go back out there and I quit, that's me. That's going to be with me forever. I need to finish this. You know, I need to do this for myself. Then Mr. Miyagi does the with his hands, you know, and then um, he um, then goes and puts um, his his hands on his bruise from Johnny sweeping the leg, gets back up. So you know, it's it's not really a sports theme until the very end. Before it's just like a big training montage and a life lesson that he learns about himself. So that's my take on it. Because then you go like to Cry Kid Two. Has nothing to do with the sport. Karate Kid Three, nothing to do with, barely nothing to do with the sport. You know, um, and then the fourth, we don't talk about, we don't talk about the the fourth one. I, fourth I didn't one. even realize people talked about two or three, but I like uh, the second one. But the third one's the second one's like okay, we don't need to continue this. We get the point of Karate Kid. We don't need to do it a third one, but they did it anyway. And then we got the great reboot. You know. And I would say the same thing. That's not really like a. I wouldn't say that's a sports movie with Jaden Smith, but it's the same thing. It's this character who, it's the same plot basically, except he moves to China. Um, but so I don't know. I could go either way. 
I guess if I had to pick, I wouldn't really call it because I when I think of Karate Kid, I don't think of oh, it's where he he plays in the he performs in the karate tournament. I think of oh, it's where Daniel Larusso learns to deal with his problems by using um, karate as like an outlet and by you know learning like Japanese culture. Um, and it's it's really cool, and I was a, a fan of it. Like Mr. Miyagi is iconic to me, rest his soul. But hmm. so, okay, I guess that's a very elaborate point. But you know, at the end of the day, we had to pick a genre. You know, sports sports movies just you know rolls off the tongue. All right, so it does. So before we wrap this up, um, it had been brought to my attention that we did not go over one key story that. Uh, our friend group. So, as far as our friend group kind of uh, socializes, we don't normally get together, especially uh, probably since like 2018. Um, as the, far as everyone, yeah. maybe, yeah. The the Maybe. last time all four of us have been in a room was right before you got deployed. A long time ago. So, you know, I guess we could say that there probably weren't many uh, memories outside of playing Munchkins. Uh, or, sorry, uh, outside of me winning Munchkins. <laughs> uh, there is one, I guess cornerstone moment in our friendship where we actually pulled off something that gets done so much on social media that it actually makes me hag it was out of a movie it was it was straight up scripted and i love it so i particularly don't get two fucks about um Seeing my buddies post up on on uh, social media as far as the military goes, because I lived it for so long and I'm I'm, I'm over it. Uh, another thing I, I get tired of is seeing um, due to come back from military service to be reunited with their families. Like I don't know who who surprises their their mom or their little sister uh, quite like I do. Um, it's a phone call and it's me getting to the door promptly in time and meeting them at the time that they were expecting me. I don't surprise them because that's kind of weird. However, me, Broderick, and Preston were able to actually execute surprising Pat. And I want to say we didn't even post this. This is probably the first time that we tell, we told a lot of people about this. I, I as well, no, because I do have it posted on my Instagram. Um, but but as far as like, because I don't have that many followers, so yeah, it's. But I did post it on Instagram. It's the whole video clip is up there. So I guess I'll open it up to you guys who want to talk about um, that memory. Uh, uh, I'll open it up. So I'll start it with this. So to peel the label entirely and just open it up. Um, Basically, I got stuck in a trunk uh, from my house and were driven the block or two from my house to Pat's house where Brad and Preston were supposed to pick him up to go to San Francisco for a baseball game. Yep. And so, Preston, I guess I'll let you take it from here. Yeah. So 
this right. whole thing kind of got together because uh, Broad and I were talking, and we're, we we knew Jose was going to come home soon, and we ended up asking him, like, hey, when are you coming home? And he told us, and we're like, okay, cool. So then we're like, hey, what do you want to do? So we came up with this big plan that we'd go to the baseball game. So separately, um, me and Broad asked Pat, like, hey, do you want to go to this and everything? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to go to this. And we're like, okay, cool. And so then all four of us had agreed, but Patrick didn't know all four of us had agreed. So we're like, okay, how do we surprise Pat? So we ended up stuffing Jose in the trunk of my car and um, driving him <laughs> like a block over to, uh, or a couple blocks, I guess, over to Patrick's house. And I'm very lucky we didn't get pulled over because that would have been very awkward to explain why there's a live body in the trunk. Um, but so we get there. I mean, at least it wasn't dead. <laughs> That's true. But it doesn't help that we're in California uh, doing what we were doing. Um, and I definitely would have been speaking Spanish if someone opened the trunk. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we get over there. And I'm like, hey, man, go ahead and put your uh, stuff in the trunk. And he's like, oh, I could put it in the back seat." And I'm like, no, 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 no. Put it in the trunk. And he's like, okay. So he goes and lifts open the trunk. And I'll Jose, elaborate. Yeah. Go ahead. And Jose was there. Yep. So uh, the reason why I said I want to put it in the back seat was because, dude, I had food. I had, like, snacks and Gatorade and stuff. That's why I was like, why the hell would I put this stuff for the road trip in the trunk? Like, so I was like, All right, I guess, whatever. Exactly. But I so couldn't later, that's you, dumb. I couldn't let him say no because then I would drive Jose all the way to San Francisco. Well, no, I know that. I know, trunk. but I'm just saying my thought process was because I have my thought process was why the hell this dude is so dumb. Whatever. All right. I thought I did something nice and got us like an eight pack of Gatorade and some chips, like the, the multi pack thing for all of us to enjoy. I was like, why am I gonna put this in the trunk? I was like, I guess I could put my sweater in the trunk, but I'm not putting I'm not putting all this stuff that's for the trip in. Um, and then yeah, I have we have the clip, and Jose pops out of the trunk and says, "Ah," and it it surprised me. It genuinely was like, "What the hell?" Um, from my perspective, um, I was going through it, dude. College is not going good for me. My job sucked ass. Jose was gone. I missed him so much. He's gone again, of course. So I have to go through this all over again. But you're right; uh, you're not in school. But I no, I meant like you're so gone, though, motherfucker. And now yeah, I actually yeah. have time to do stuff, especially with my new schedule. But anyway, um, so I, yeah, I was going through. It was not good for me, and I think about this memory a lot between the collective, all of us. Um, not only that, but we got to the game. The game was awesome. We ended. I'm pretty sure we won, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we and always, it was right. It, we always, yeah, it was it was fun. It was cool as hell. Um, it was a great trip. There's a lot more that precedes it too. So like, there's a reason why like Jose went with this. From at least what he told me, I don't know if this is completely accurate, but um, before he got deployed in 2016, um, I was at Fresno State and I was living on campus, and then. Deadpool Deadpool's coming out and we're like yeah we're all gonna go see Deadpool and Jose was unaware that I was in town um, and we he opens a door and I'm like surprise and Jose looks at Broderick like, 
I think the story Broderick came up was, oh, Jimmy needs help doing stuff. And yeah, I thought we were going to get not, paid that day. Not Jimmy. that great, not that great of a story, yeah. but it still worked. I think Jose just goes along with anything. He's just like, all right, I'm here for the ride. Let's go. Um, and I got him gifts. I got him, I got him the Ezio plush from the creatures <laughs> Christmas thing. Cause I found it and it was like the same thing. He ripped the hood off and it was bald. Immediately ripped the hood off. Yeah. Immediately ripped the hood off. I got him. Um, I have videos of this too, but I got him, um, you know, like the heart shaped thing with the chocolates in it. So I got him that. I don't know if you remember this, Jose, but I got you I that. Do. It was full of flower seeds. I took I took the chocolates out, which is arguably probably the thing you would want more. But you're a bit you're big on sunflower seeds, um, and I got you those. And I remember we were arguing about the brand I got, and you're like, Spitz is more expensive than <laughs> Bigs or whatever, uh, like the brand. And I said, No, I, I did get I did get Spitz. <laughs> I did get the good shit, but. Um, and then I forgot what else I got you. And then we went to go see Deadpool. And then, yeah, like, what, a year later? A year, no, it must have been like two years later. Uh, this happens. And Jose pops out the freaking trunk and we go to San Francisco. Well, for whatever reason, our dumbasses, um, what happened? We, we walked all the way to the Golden State. We walked all the way to the, the Full House house where they shot Full House. Then we walked to the Golden Gate Bridge. It was like, what, three miles Probably yeah. more. I, it I was something crazy. We didn't walk to the full house house. We Ubered to the full we house. We Ubered, house. yeah. But then, and we, then walked, we walked to yeah. the Golden Gate Bridge from there. And then was, we Ubered all the way back over yeah. to um yeah, the game. And yeah. So yeah. And, and I mean, even before all that, we were we found like this weird arcade that was just like super Oh yeah, old the arcade. Games. Yes. That was fun. Like, the whole day was pretty much unplanned for the most part. And I yeah. mean, we just did everything to do in San Francisco, honestly. The only and, thing that was planned was the game. But yeah, yeah, we just just walked around. We got the Red Bulls to start um, by the, was it by the, no, it wasn't by the pier. We were, yeah, yeah, it was. was it was? It? Okay. I think, so. I think I think it was. I'm not 100% sure, but we got, yeah, the Bread Bowl with the fan chowder. The arcade was over by the pier. So That's right. Yes, you're right. Okay, you're right. You're right. Because we just um, randomly walked up on it, and we're like, "Wait, what's this say?" And it was like all these games from like yeah, the arcade hundreds, like this, I was, arcade. I mean, this I was, stuff let's was go. old. It was cool though. It was so much. It was like a museum basically, but you could still play the games, which is even cooler. Um, they had like this. I the one game I remembered is the freaking Rock'em Sock'em knockoff game, the robot punching game where you play like the you know, like Rock'em Sock'em robots. It was that, but it was like poorly done it was it did not work um but that was yeah that was a fun trip man that was a that's one of my favorite trips between all of us because we just did everything i remember um we went to the taco bell that served beer oh yeah for the game yeah i got a beer from there um one thing i remember too from that is uh we got to the game fairly not too early but fairly early you know and they were doing like a espn live shoot um in front i remember broderick was like trying to hold up a sign to get on the the screen (laughs) um i didn't realize it was happening but i walked by with my beer i looked i looked at broad i was like what the hell are you doing he's like trying to like tiptoe himself up so he can hold up a sign to get shown what is he doing i look over and i see myself on the tv i said oh i was like oh so i raised my i raised my beer up and i just chugged it and i walked away um 
<laughs> that was a fun time, man. Dude, I don't even... It was just fun. That was just, like, the best non-planned thing, like, realistically. Because, like Preston said, we didn't plan any of that. We just said, here's when we're going to get there. Here's when the game starts. We have all this time. Whatever. I don't care. I remember me and Jose split the Uber because it was a pretty expensive Uber. And then she's driving like a freaking maniac, too, through the streets of San... I'm like, oh, my God. And we're just like, at one point, we're like, uh, we'll just get out here. And we got out. And then she, uh, like, gave us the change back in, like, the di- the difference from, like, the distance. And then we just walked and, like, never again. Like, driving there sucks. And I wasn't about it. Um, yeah, San Francisco is great. That's when we took we took the <laughs> BART, too, didn't we? Yeah. And, and then, then um... and Broderick gave us directions, and we ended up going to, like, a dead end. We're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> to get to try and get to like the, the park parking in the garage, garage. Yeah. yeah we're like yeah what is this dead end he's like well i thought that was this was it i'm like no <laughs> so, it was it was it was a fun time like i i was working at lowe's at the time and we ended up getting home was it like 2 a.m at the, something late because the was, game was late yeah so like once it finished and we drove got back to the car and then i drove the rest of the way home they were all sleeping on the way back and i drove dropped them all off went um to work at 6 a.m so i literally had like three uh, right. hours of sleep and i don't know if you guys remember this literally the next day i ended up backing out my car to go um because i was so exhausted to go to lunch for lowe's and um i ended up hitting another car and i was Jesus. just yeah i mean well they it was kind of both of our, our faults for one i wasn't all the way paying attention but two they like Speeded down and didn't see me backing up, so I I like barely nudged them. I didn't get a mark okay. on my car. They didn't That's get a mark then. on their car, so we didn't even share an insurance or nothing. Um, so we were all good, like because we I gave them my number and afterwards it was like yeah we're good like nothing yeah wrong. no one's hurt nothing yeah. broke yeah that's good and because I think it was one of those things where I was like yeah this was very mutual where both of us were totally at fault. Um, <laughs> that and- just reminds me of the other story we have, Preston, with Jose. Of the trip to to LA or to San Diego. Yes. We'll save save that that one. We'll save that for another time. time, But yeah. Oh man. Um, But yeah, so that that whole trip, I mean, was just wild from start to finish, honestly. Um, It was just fun, man. I think, I honestly think the LA trip's a little more crazier, though. We did some nutty ass shit there in LA. Like I said, let's save that for broad. I know, I know, I know. But it's just, it's so funny. Tune in next time. Yeah, please do because you're not brought the story about LA that he's never heard before, and he's missed it. It is it is one of my favorite things, honestly. I I said I put my life, I, not really my life on it, but I said I need to say this at one of their weddings, I and mean, I'm gonna do a speech, and we're gonna talk about this crazy ass story we did, or your wedding, or yeah, mine. That works if you want. We could do it on each of ours, or um, instead we'll do it at on our the podcast. Next podcast, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> whichever one, but. Um, Which whichever one comes first, you know. That, pff, I would uh, well. Well, I think we can based on dates and the fact that this is ten days gone, and we like to put out podcasts every ten days. So, with that being said, okay, bye. Thank you so much. Take care. Be awesome. Bye. This has been ten days gone. Our sound was provided by Soundblock Studios. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.